it's time to get back to it. Baseline. Hey. Podcast, yeah, we gon' put them in the past, yeah. The porch podcast, yo, never is we last. Porch podcast, episode 99. Porch podcast means e time to rhyme. Watch us climb to the top. We at episode 99. When y'all gon' stop doubting us, cause we keep going, we keep flowing, and you know we keep growing. Next episode will be a hundred. Run that hundred, I need that money. Yeah, I'm back again. Influential is the illness, and we rap again. <laughs> Stop like this. Porch podcast up in the mix. You know why? Why? Porch podcast. What about a big talk to him? The porch podcast. Porch podcast. Porch podcast. Yeah, that's the porch podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the porch podcast. Listen. <laughs> you know, one of the craziest things about it. <laughs> Is that I know that the delay is there. Yeah. I've been wanting to for weeks, bro. Just do my regular part. Yeah, but you know it's crazy. You was off beat like a mug, man. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome try. to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy DJ E, Mr. Influential. And I'm rocking with my brother, man. Be original, baby. Yo, I was telling you, listen, why don't you send me the beat, bro? You gonna and then I could just and I could just do the hook. Okay, so we're not gonna talk about this on air. Nah, what else are we on? You know what I'm saying? It's all right. The yeah. People, look, the people. Hey, hey, come on, man. It's the porch. It's the porch. It's what it's we doing. It's the porch we podcast, baby. Welcome nah, to another we week, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another man. episode ninety-nine. We feeling fine. Listen, bring it back close view for a moment. So, P. Yes, sir. We're in episode 99, and I'm right. not going to change up and switch up, right. but we're just going to flip it. So, how was your week, man? Oh, man, you know, it's, it's all right. It's been all right, you know, a little cooler now. Yeah. A little cooler now. <laughs> we just was been a little different. Yeah, we was just saying how it was the warmest November ever. I think we messed it up. Yeah, <laughs> we, we might have been the ones. <laughs> yeah, we might have been the ones. I apologize, y'all, for if he the situation, man. I think it was a little too good to be true or something, but, you know, yeah. a week been good. I mean, I don't have no control over the weather. Right. You know what I'm saying? But We stayed tuned to it for it, too. It was definitely stay tuned to it. You know what I yeah. mean? I went outside yesterday in the, on the back porch. You know, looking out the window, it's deceiving, man. I'm like, right. you know what, man? Nice out there. You know, you see the leaves and everything. And step out here on it. Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. I had on the Crocs. I stepped outside. That breeze hit my foot. I said, nah, I ain't got nothing out there to go out there for. Fell back to the Yeah. So it was just like one of those. Other than that, man, my week's been great. Good. My week's been great. You know, I'm gonna make you do what it do, man. How about yours, brother? Um, it was it was busy. It was right. busy. Um right. we didn't touch on it, but you know, three I had three events. Within a week and regular, you know, regular work. So mm-hmm. I had the DJ for the Mercer County um, Democrats, Democratic Party, you know, on election night. You know okay. what I mean? Um, that was a nice, that was a nice, nice time. 
you know, I felt like I was a little overdressed, a little, little, little overdressed when I had that thing. You know what I mean? You know. I had, yeah, that time, had, man. It's that time. Listen, I had the suit, no, had the suit on and the bow tie. But everybody, you know, was coming in there to vote for vote for us, vote for me t shirts on, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I kinda, you know, was overdressed. Uh yeah, yeah. last then I did a cabaret, sweatsuit joint on that Friday. Sweatsuit cabaret. I don't know if you That's guys cool. can see my reel right now at the best DJE, you know. My other Instagram page, and of course, on my Facebook, Eric Randy page. I'm just telling y'all, I had them singing Keisha Cole. Mm. You know, did you catch it? Did you see it? I did. Yeah. I did, brother. You know what right. I mean? Everybody was in, you know, the comments, man. Oh, my. Yo. Yeah. I, but, I love the comments for some of them videos, man. Yeah. But listen, I got to tell you one more thing for the last event. And I'm going to just tell you, and I'm just, this was one of the crazy in all the years. This was one of the craziest things I've ever seen at an event. Mm -hmm. I'm in there rocking. Everybody, we got about 15 minutes left. Everybody rocking. Yeah, enjoying the music. Man, come in. Yo, yo. Crazy accident outside the park. Everybody come out. Particular venue sits in a strip, strip mall. Got you. Coming out of the highway. Somebody came off. They said the highway. Cleared the whole fucking first row out of cars. <laughs> Look at your eyes. Wow, man. Wow, man. Wow. Crazy. However, the biggest blessing of them all, nobody was getting in their car or was at the car or in the car. So when they cleared that front row out, nobody got hurt, man. Just clap it up for that. Clap it up for that. But it's yeah. one of the craziest things wow. at any event. But other than that, I had a great week still in the gym. So, you know, you know, progress, right. Right. progress, just that's like good. consistency, just like the porch, you know, that's how it is. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So. so I had an well, all well-rounded well week. Well, that's good. You know, that's good. As you can see, man, in the world, world keeps turning and, you know, certain topics and certain issues mm -hmm. stay at the forefront. You right. know, so still with the situation with, you know, Kyrie Irving, man, there's still a lot of things going on. You know, I read on there that he uh, met with, you know, the commissioner of the NBA and that it was a, they said a positive and a progressive meeting. Didn't really go into details of what the discussion was. Mm, didn't know but that. outside that, I, uh, so I read something and it was actually an article dealing with the whole situation from, I'm gonna say the guy's name, man. His name is um, his last name is Greenblatt. Greenblatt. Okay. okay. And he is supposed to. He is the CEO of the Anti Defamation League. Um, oh, okay. That's the person that you'll see a lot of tweets from about yeah. a lot of different things that's going on with these different, right. you know, anti-Semitic um, situations. These different conversations and these different issues that's going on with that. Okay. Well, he had left a tweet. And it was in reference to, um, I want to make sure I'm quoting it correctly for you. The tweet was, Barnes & Noble pulls Hebrews to Negroes' book uh, amid, uh, amid uh, backlash. So Barnes & Nobles has pulled the books from their, from their shelves. Um, he went on to make a statement about the situation. Basically, he was saying, I want to make sure I'm quoting it correctly. Jonathan Greenblatt is his name. 
um, CEO of the uh, Anti-Defamation League. Make no mistake, the book and the film mentioned above, obviously the book we're talking about, will lead directly to the harm of Jews. Barnes and Nobles already did the right thing and removed it. Now it's time for you to do the same, Amazon. So this is coming from the guy who is the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. Basically putting it on the forefront like we discussed in the previous episode when we asked the question, if Kyrie is being held accountable for him recognizing the film as a as a informative film, he thought it was a good film, um, for him to get the backlash that he's getting from that situation by him merely giving the film credit, in his opinion, to being a good film, for it now to be a situation where the books have been pulled from Barnes & Noble's and yet the CEO of the, like I said, the Anti-Defamation League is directly speaking to Amazon now saying, what you going to do? And mm-hmm. it's funny because it's exactly what I said the last time when we had this conversation. Yeah. Everybody is being held accountable and there's only one group of people besides Barnes and Nobles who was in a position to make a profit of it. Kyrie was never in a position to earn or make a dime off of anything dealing with that movie being rented or that book being sold. Mm-hmm. So at some point or another, my thing is, is, you know, okay, actions go one way or the other, right? So if you turn around and you make a statement as powerful as it's your turn Amazon, and Amazon doesn't do that, then are they being rebellious against the reality of what he initially said, which is, Make no mistake, the book and the film mentioned above will lead to the direct, directly to the harm of Jews. Now, mind you, it's so crazy because when you really look at it, I'm not trying to be funny or pick out certain parts to just put a lot of, you know, attention onto. But he stops at Jews in the name of the book. You know, is you know Hebrews to Negroes. It's a Hebrew to Negroes book. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to make it a big deal because of the fact that he didn't include, you know what I mean, the Negro element of it in terms of them being in question because I didn't read the book and I don't know the severity of that. But what I will say is, is that if it's a bigger deal for Barnes and Nobles to pull a book off the shelf, which to me, books are so much more informative than movies um, or documentaries. What does that say for Amazon? What does that say for them? And and what are people prepared to do if that is the case? Like if they're offended by it or or what are they prepared to do? In 2022, we should be able to understand that. Let me say this correctly. Right. Um, It's time for us to expose all people's <clears throat> theories, beliefs. I mean, that's that's too much to have a book. You right? Your throat got old. <laughs> your, throat, your throat got old. <laughs> all, right, all right, go ahead. My bad. My bad. I mean, <laughs> your throat aged about 30 years, man, when you got Hey, man, listen. This is <laughs> stupid as hell, yo. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. 
You're going to make me forget my thought, man. <laughs> You're going to make me forget my Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My man, I'm sorry. My bad. Nah, man. man. OT, OT, OT. I kind of <laughs> lost it. It's it's, my man, OT on the mic tonight, y'all. It's yeah. <laughs> Old throat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out of there. My throat and the thought that, that I was trying to point out. I was trying to make. You said in, in 2022. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back, bring it back. You gonna pull that off the shelf? <laughs> that's when you, that's when you chimed in. Yo, you are. <laughs> Shout out to OT over there. <laughs> OT over there. Oh, out of his throats, out of town, bitch. He left. <laughs> left, took took the high route, just left the base back at the crib. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. My bad, man. Breaking the wisdom, brother. Kobe. Uh, nah, so you're offended. You're offended about all of that. Um, in 2022, we should be able to put out anything we want. Because how many things aren't harmful to a group of people? And I'm not even just going to go uh, race and everything. Right. I'm not even doing that. You know what I mean? But right. every book that's wrote, it's a person's theory. You know? Um, exactly. And the, per the perception of the story at the same time, too. Because let's just say, for example, somebody writes a book um, about the Revolutionary War. Right? To have in the Trenton. Right? Okay. That's right. All right. One person seen it one way, another person seen it another way, another person. So, how do you really know it was fact? Right? So, by them making a statement, it would be very harmful, right? To the Jewish community. That's what he said. That was his exact words. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. Um, just making sure. Um, gotcha. Yeah, no doubt. For that to be that way, mm -hmm. you guys never felt like it was slavery may have been harmful to African Americans or when a person says, let's just use, for example, you know, the Penn State situation, you know, right. some, you know, you know, or R. Kelly, like things of that nature. Right. You don't think that's harmful to an actual single individual that might ruin their life, but because... Of the control, like they said. Right. They own everything. Right. That's what makes them feel pretty much, you know, entitled. No doubt. Yeah. You know, but in 2022, I just think everybody should be past what a person puts out there. Yeah. Because if it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply. 2,000. Let's just go ahead from the theories. Right. 2,000. And 22 years later, mm -hmm. still getting offended by shit? Yeah, I mean... That's all I, I'm saying. Yeah, nah, I mean, you make, a, you make a great point. Like, I think that we live in a time where narratives, you know, um, are, are like the new form of other news, right? right? So, like, anybody's opinion about something is scrutinized one way or the other, you know, because you always going to have a group that supports it, and you always going to have a group that think that, you know, that doesn't support it. Right. Um, and then the misconceptions of different things, like even with the situation with Kyrie, how 
somebody made a tweet on the situation that, you know, two days after posting the link, you know, then he plays victim when, you know, confronted about him being, you know, promoting the, the actual uh, film. And, you know, they try to create these different things where, say, for instance, he did share the link. I don't know. You know what I mean? But if he did share the link, he can't put into play, you know, the 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 racist or the the fear or any of these things that are associated with people's you know statements about him supporting it or promoting it and mm -hmm. you know he went on a, on the record to basically say like you know what i mean if i acknowledge that a film is good how is it promotion like people get paid for promotion <laughs> you know what i'm saying like if you mm -hmm. why would Kyrie promote anything for free and I'm not saying that it should be a cost associated with him promoting something of this magnitude if people are offended by it. But I am saying that as a professional athlete, mm -hmm. why would he do that? Unless he felt like he was comfortable enough to make the statement that he made. And that there were, I don't think that he felt like what he said would bring back this kind of grief for him, you know? Right. And then it don't stop in him, you know? I mean, now you got other people within you know, in other forms of the entertainment world, eh? you know, you got Dave Chappelle, mm -hmm. you know, now all of a sudden Dave Chappelle, because of his, you know, his performance at SNL, now he's being viewed in that light, you know, by more than one community. But in particular, in that particular community, man, I don't know if you, I'm quite sure you already know about it because I mean, hey man, Bad news or, or 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 negative narratives travel faster than anything positive. Right. But just in case you guys hadn't heard, you know, Dave Chappelle's SNL monologue sparks backlash by anti-Semitic. Now, I won't go into the details of what was said in it, um, because first and foremost, I don't just retain that kind of stuff. But on the flip side of that situation, you know, once again, you have the guy, uh, Mr. Greenblatt. Once again, I said the CEO of that particular of the uh, anti-defamation league mm -hmm. he uh, made another statement he said and we shouldn't accept dave chappelle we know no we shouldn't expect dave chappelle to serve as society's moral compass but disturbing to see talking about the network that it actually comes on not just normalizing but popularizing anti anti uh, anti-Semitics. So, like, you know, he keeps going into the situation, basically, why are Jewish, this is his, uh, uh, Greenblatt's tweet, why are Jewish sensitive de sensitivities denied or diminished at almost every turn? Why does our trauma trigger applause? I I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And, and I don't think that it's right for anyone to be uncomfortable. But I want everybody to pay attention to what's happening. I want you to see how things are shifting, how things are coming into form, how certain things are developing, to do, in my opinion, to divert attention. Yeah, like, like, like I was saying last episode with Kyrie and LeBron, LeBron's comment and this and that is to make us look this way. Or then LeBron has his friends that are Jewish and now it's for us to look this way instead of not honestly 
viewing the film and what is what is displaying you know come on they say that the easiest place to hide something if you ever want to hide something from a certain culture plain sight put it in the plain sight but to put it in a book right or to put it someplace that they really don't have an interest in right right so the best way for you to actually work against a certain culture of people a culture of people is to attack you know powerful people or established people in that particular race that's what you do right because because if you can tame them or you can you know quell them or keep them from being able to be free in terms of speaking and what they talk about and the things that they think are informative and they share then we will turn around and we will have that control whoever the we is that's what own imagination that's what made me so upset with the outcome of because uh, I didn't really believe in it. I understood the slogan, but Black Lives Matter, that right. movement. Because, you know, um, I think it's called The Greatest Lie Ever Sold. Okay. You know what I mean? You could actually catch it on YouTube, too. Yeah, you know okay. I mean? But, Check um, that out, yo. Yeah, but um, they're talking about how they took a lot of the money and bought mansions and cars and you know all the types of stuff and you okay know. that's right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 some of the main people that were right so that were, yeah that's but you know everything that you're talking about like with this group here you know if black lives mattered movement was like really big like that's on the street in DC right because it's still right. a good slogan but if everything would have went success successfully and good like that then it can show like as a model example because i'm not against people fighting for what they believe in so as much as i may not agree and feel like they're actually going i'm not going to say i'm not not downplaying it feel saying going too far but like some of the statements they make demanding that something happens to Kyrie Irving, amazon takes the film down like you know, the one thing I could say about it is they're not just marching; they're actually they're actually doing a negotiation and asking for exactly what they want. Like, in a lot of our black movements or African American movements, when people are moving, we, we like we just want justice, but we know we're not going to get that overnight. See what I'm saying? These people are actually asking for certain actions that could be done that day, actually at that moment, if a person really got to a person. Why, when we are marching for things, we don't ask sometimes some for a little bit more direct type situations? Uh, I agree. I, and I think that one of the things that I will give credit to, to other races and cultures for is that they pick their leaders According according to certain specific things, strategically, right? very very much so. E, I mm -hmm. I, I got to do this, man. Um, I want to share with you some of the stuff that that Chappelle was saying. Yeah, I seen it, but I want you to share it for the audience. Okay, mm -hmm. so he comes out, you know what I mean, and he starts, you know, it's basically talking about how you know he addressed the firestorm around Kanye West. And then he went on the legal, you know, who's legally changed his name to Ye. So no disrespect to that, Ye. Uh -huh. um, following that, he began by reading a statement, which he said that I denounce anti-sentism, 
in all of its forms, and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that Kanye is how this is how you buy yourself some time. Mm-hmm. Chappelle joke, that's what they put. Yeah. Yeah. He went on to make another statement. He said the show business rules, which are the rules of perception. Just said that. Said, if they're black, then it's a game. If they're Italian, it's a mob. Chappelle then said, but if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence and you should never speak about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, it, it went on further, you know, but that doesn't mean anything. He said, there's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri, doesn't mean that they run the place. You know what I mean? So basically, you know, the convenience of certain situations. And like I said, because here on the porch, man, we we just having a conversation. Right. It's not about us being in support of one thing or another. You shouldn't say you shouldn't do this, that, and the third. It's our opinion about certain things. I think that you should be conscious. I think you should be conscious of how you live. I think you should be conscious of what you say, who you say it to, and how you say it. I think we live in a world where it's not about you, you know, being nervous or scared to be transparent. But it, it does require you to be, once again, conscious. Right. Look around. Look around and look at the things that's going on. How do we do things a little bit differently so that the impact isn't the same or gets worse? Why is it that certain people, you know, can do certain things and certain other people can't? You know, don't spend a whole lot of time trying to figure out the magical formula against racism or any of these other isms, for lack of terms. But do pay attention to the reality of the world that we live in. You just said isms. Yeah, yeah. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. I wanna, I wanna dissect the statement he just made, and I want people to really hear what he said. Read that. Read that to me again. What Dave Chappelle said. Which part? All of it, or now when he said the when he said. Okay, so if they're black, yes, then it's a game. Yes. If they're Italian, it's a mob. mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence. And should never be be speak about. Right. Okay. I like that. Go a little bit more. I'm going to just explain to you. Okay. And that doesn't mean anything at all. That's what he said, right? He said, but that doesn't mean anything at all. Anything. Yeah. He said, there's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they run the place. Now listen so- to that joke. So what he's saying is show business. If it's black, if they're in a movie, they're in a gang. If it's an Italian movie, they're in a mob. Right? Mm-hmm. So, because this all relates to show business, really. Whether you're no athlete, doubt. books, no everything, doubt. right? No doubt. So no that's doubt. what he that's what he, he said. Then he said, but if they're Jewish, what did he say again? If it's Jewish, just read to me the exact word. He said if they're Jewish, he said it's a coincidence and you should never speak about it. It's a coincidence and you should never speak about it, right? Right. But that doesn't mean anything at all. Right. It's a lot of black people in St. Louis, no, Ferguson, Missouri, but that doesn't mean they own the place. <laughs> right. So what he's saying is it's a coincidence that it's all Jewish people that's only thing in entertainment. But just because they're all here doesn't mean they own own the place. Right. 
So that's what he's trying to say. But that's his way of saying, yeah, bullshit. You got to yeah. know Dave Chappelle. That man yeah. is so witty yeah, with the situation. Not, hey, he said, hey, he said, it's not crazy. It's not a crazy thing to think. He said, but it's a crazy thing to say it out loud. Right. That's what I'm, bro. Imagine that, bro. He right. said, it's not a crazy thing to think it. Remember, he talks about the rules of Hollywood. He said, the rule of that situation is, you know, the rules of perception. Mm-hmm. It's based on perception, right? And, and, and right. what is perception? What is a narrative? It's one's mm-hmm. perception. It's, right. what, it's basically what it is. So when they control that, they control everything else. What's one of the main things that, you know, he locks into in this situation? Is that if you practice or, you know, act on your right and the ability to be able to say certain things, even though it's freedom of speech, really free. Whether it's intent to hurt or not, I can see the difference. It's so funny where I believe personally, look at how the situation has changed, right? Look at how the situation has changed. They made a statement that Kyrie saying what he said or doing what he did put a whole community in danger. Right. An entire community. But the people who made the movie didn't. I, I just like, what is that? Like, you, you don't, you know, that's like me saying, you know, that's like I'm a pyromaniac. I start a fire. Right. The fire burning. You turn around and be like, yo, man, it's a fire burning over there. And they say, e, you just got a whole bunch of people. They could have been hurt, man. They could have burned up in the fire. And you turn around and look and go, I ain't start the fire. Right. So some things, you know, you look at it, you just be like, what is going on? <laughs> what, what, like, it's not even a situation of deception anymore. It's just, I'm going to show you that you're going to go somewhere in the corner and be quiet or you're going to suffer the penalty. Like, just right now, you see me doing everything I was doing. Somebody alarm yeah. was going off crazy outside. Like, that. it got to the point where you ever hear a car alarm outside? Be like, wait a minute, is that my shit? Because it, <laughs> it ain't going off. Hey, it's the perfect time, man. Before we get too much deeper into this episode, <laughs> and since the alarm went off, it's like it just alarm went off. Let us know, like, yo, you got something to do, man. Yeah, I mean, it's the perfect time for us to let you guys know. Listen, whether it's your birthday, whether it's your wedding day, mm-hmm. or any other special event that you're trying to have, we got a one-stop shop, full-service event planning company. E, please let them know who that is, brother. Look, check it out. Let's get that stress off the plate, all right? Got that big event coming up, and you don't want to have to do all the work. I got a company for you, full-service event company, that's going to take care of all of your event planning needs. That's www.fnceevents.com. A full-service event planning company. Take all the stress off your head, kick back, and enjoy the party. Once again, that's www.fnceevents.com. Head on over there. Get that party booked and get it done. Back to the show. Front and center events. Absolutely. All of your event planning needs. So, yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's you know, the world that we live in. Um, it's a shame, but it's also a reality. Mm-hmm. Right? It can be a shame, but it's also a reality. And what we got to do with reality is we have to, you know, address it. You know, sometimes we undress and unpack certain things, but we have to address that. 
Yeah, come um, bring it to the front door. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it goes on, like I said, you know what I mean, inside, you know, inside the culture, inside the race. Like I said, you know, you're always going to have, it's a difference, man. You're going to have debates about certain things. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have a little bit of controversy. But when you start saying things are, you know, dangerous to certain people, that's that's deep. That uh-huh. is a very big deal. Um, but moving on to another topic, man, you know, staying within the, the concept of how things become, you know, once again, a little bit, you know, controversial or perceptional based. Perceptionally based. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but I'm quite sure you did, brother. The situation where the remark was made by 21 Savage or something in regards to Nas's album or his fan base and, and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, you know, here we are. Prime example where you have the young up and coming, you know, established. I ain't going to say up and coming. He's established. Established. Brother than 21 Savage. And, and then you have. 21. A legend, and as opposed to you and know, of course, NAS saw the last spell. I didn't see anything come back from Nas about that situation. I don't anticipate that we will. Um. Also, to give to give you know credit to the re- that that Twenty One Savage said that his words were uh, misinterpreted. Right. Not going to quote because I can't pull it up right now. What he actually said originally, but his response well, to the misinterpretation. What well, you got? You got you. What did he say originally? Originally, he was saying um, he said it on um, um, Clubhouse, and okay. um, Clubhouse is just like a community where you go in and you you actually talking. You know, talking. You hear full conversations like they're yep. on the phone all the time. You know what I'm talking about? So. Yep. He he eventually uh, apparently he made it on there, and I think certain um, outlets. I can't let me see if I think I had it. Um, you know, but before we we find exactly what he says, you know, I like how he immediately see the difference is immediately he he's cleaning it up whether he means it or not. He knows it's just not good for business. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, he quickly came back. He said, I would never disrespect Nas or any legend who paved the way for me. Y'all be trying to start <laughs> take stuff and run with it. Um, once again, you know, here we are. You know, narratives, you know, things being taken out of context. We're going to create beef that is non-existent. And the next thing you know, if you don't have a person like Nas, in my opinion, who is, who is you know, Stamped in the rap game, and it's well established. You know, it could turn into a much bigger situation than necessary. Right. Yeah, Kodak Black. He had a comment about the situation. Um, it's just, it's just a shame, y'all. It's just a shame, and I know that it's not just our race, it's not just our culture of people, but it is a shame how blatantly obvious you can see the powers that be working to create division, separation. Um, animosity right amongst us and our people. You can see it. You know, we are a powerful group of people when we work collectively together and we block out all the outside noise that can be contradictive, you know, to, to our growth and our development. You know what I mean? Anything that's going to promote more separation or division than, you know, growth and development, that's what they behind. They is whoever. And like I said, I don't attach the they and the attacks that take place 
you know, on us, or, you know, internally where things implode and next thing you know, you got controversy on the inside. All of these things are rooted from one particular area, you know, in, in terms of our inability to trust one another, work together collectively, and be able to just focus on growth. Right. Like our growth always comes after a setback. We always have to go through something to go to the next thing. We always right. have to be, you know, put in the spotlight to be able to start to, you know, shine and do things in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's just like one of those things where if we could ever learn how to break that cycle, right, or change that narrative, mm-hmm. we can be so much more, you know, so much further along in life. You know, you know what I'm, I, I appreciate though, because this, let's just also address this is episode 99 right absolutely absolutely and with it being episode 99 i just wanted to say you have became the pastor of the show you had said before that i was the resident pastor of the show and p p never thought i'd see the day that you became a preacher i'm proud of you though brother Proud of you. Wow, I'm just going to be a deacon in the background. You know what I mean? Don't mush nobody, though. No, no. No, no don't mush nobody. No, no, no. Even that. Even that. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it. And, and you know, once again, the real reason why people went to service that day was was blurred, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that as we as we grow and we develop and we promote, you know, ourselves being better, you know, a lot of it starts with self-correction. You know, a lot of things, bro, that, that I talk about now, you know, I had to get better at. You know, I think it ain't got everything always to do with age. Sometimes, man, you got to be, you know, alone, man. I told you, bro, I keep going back to the same book, man. I'm telling you, bro, yeah, that, that uh... you... That, Eric Thomas book, man. Eric Th- I was preacher. about to say Eric Bishop. That's Jamie Foxx. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read Jamie Foxx's book. <laughs> but that you owe you and, 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 and your why, man. And your why. Like, it's so easy to be part of foolishness, man. It's so easy to be part of foolishness. You know, it's so easy to just fall victim to the same things that everybody else does. You know, once again, it seems like our culture, a race of people, we don't make adjustments until we're behind the line of fire. And, you know, like I, I know that there's more people in the world of our particular race, bro, that have some powerful things to say. They have some great things to do. But I think that you have to say certain things and you have to promote certain things so it becomes magnetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, we live in we live in a what's the word that they use where it's like it's the fad today, it's it's uh trendy trend. We live mm. in a trending world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where this is the trend. Oh, what's this trend? Be disrespectful to your parents. You know, like that's the trend that back in the day would have got you. You know, your ass would. Right. You know what I mean? So for me, I had to start taking the approach where if I'm going to promote things from a certain perspective, I got to live like that, talk like that, move like that. And I just think that, you know, we got work to do, but I think that we got people in position to make that thing a reality. Yeah. It's a shame, man. I hope like, things work out 
you know, for for uh, for all of these brothers, man. For Kanye, you know, for 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 uh, Kyrie, Petey, you know, <laughs> Petey's all right. You know, <laughs> Petey's all right. No, 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 no. You don't. You didn't hear what happened. Nah, I didn't. What happened? Petey what happened, lost bro? a lot of business after Kyrie because he he retweeted. Kyrie's link. He lost a lot of business at the dog world. Now, that was that was foolish, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's a time and a place in a way that you support. That was foolish. You don't you don't jump on board on certain situations when things are bad. Now I know that sounds a little bit like different. Like, oh, what you saying, P? You know what I mean? He should have been scared and he shouldn't have supported him. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is you should learn from things that's in front of you. Like when things happen, why would you run into that same situation and allow them to happen to you, if not worse? Right. You're supposed to dissect certain things. Eh? Like you say all the time, like, you know, unpacking certain things and, oh, okay, that happened. It's not about pointing the finger who was right or who was wrong. It's just like, you know, how do I avoid that from being the thing that happens? How do I get a better outcome? Mm-hmm. It, wasn't that, it wasn't a smart move on Pete. His heart might have been in the right place, but his actions put him in a bad place. <laughs> Listen, you know better. Uh, basically, it, it just talks about how having influence kind of pushes your relevant, you know, your relevancy. Because even when Twenty One Savage, Twenty One Savage was basically saying Nas's music. He still, it wasn't the best thing, but it wasn't Zach words, but in so many words, it seemed like he was saying, like, he's he's not relevant outside of his core fans, in a sense, you know what I mean, or his type of fans, you know what I mean, because um, I think he was getting in a heated discussion with uh, somebody from Slaughterhouse, and, you know, he said Nas was irrelevant because I guess he was saying, you know, because you know Drake and 21 Savage just dropped the album. Right. So right. it probably was on some not King Disease Three is better than y'all shit type. And and Twenty One Savage is on some man, it's not even relevant. It's not even the same people in so many words probably. you probably sound like you were probably, saying. Probably. I can see right. it going. I can see it much being like that. That's what yeah. I'm kinda getting from it because everybody like just do certain quotes and I don't wanna give no other, you know, media source right you know, being mad right now. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, that's what I'm that's what I'm grabbing from it. Um and then it got big and boom, you know, now they like you disrespect the Nas, but I don't know if you listened to King Disease Three yet. And yeah. first of all, Nas and Hit Boy has made four albums in two years. They got King Disease One, Two, then the thing. They've been magic. busy. Magic came out in King Disease 3. Now, King Disease 3 is better than all of them. This album, Super Raw. But in the beginning, Nas is talking, like, in between, you know, the song. He said, at the end of the song, you know, Nas, he was like, when he's 50, he said, I want people to, I want to have fans that's the same age as me. I want to have fans that's 10 years older than me. And I want to have fans that's 16 years old or something like that. So he's like 50 years old, 60 years old, and 16 years old. That's what he said. Right. He, he basically saying that 
Man, when it's really in, and he's also talking about when the music is really in you, it's really in your heart. You know, you're gonna do this till you die. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you feel like making an album, you're gonna make an album because it's right. not about getting this big return. It's about this is what I want to do. This is why Hove can come out whenever he want, all that type of shit. You know what I mean? So it's funny because we coming to the end of the year and. I was telling somebody today, I got my top three albums for the year. And number three, cause I'm going to go down three, two, one. Number three was the album that Jeezy and DJ Drama made. And I heard Jeezy also speak that he just made this album because he wanted to do it. Like, you know, I didn't need the money. I just wanted to, this is what I wanted to do. And I think yeah. when people do that, you get, and they really in that inspired and Motivated, you get some joints. So that was number three. Number two was Joey Badass's album. I seen him in his interview speak and say, you know, I got to do what I love still because I was acting so much, people forgot I rap. Because, you know, he played Unique on Razor Canaan. The first season of The Woo, he played Inspector Deck. See, if you look at it, it's two different Inspector Decks in that. You know, they did mm-hmm. they did the um, Aunt Viv move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he dropped that album, and that album, Super Raw. And then last but not least, Nas with King Disease 3, my number one. I'm just speaking on all this re- relevance that it seems like an art, just like any time, when a person's heart and soul is into it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You're going to get their best work. So, with that being said, I'm thinking that conversation went with an argument. You're talking about the 21 Savage and Drake album. You know what I mean? Then right. 21 put his heart in this. He got some got somebody trying to play him for his body of work, probably. I'm just saying. This is all speculation. Yeah. And then they, and they or they're trying to antagonize him. Like, well, what about Nas? You get what I'm saying? And, man, he ain't even right. And then they just, it's crazy how they took his whole words and just ran with it. Yeah. And I don't think Nas, I don't think Nas responded not because it just Nas didn't care. Nas may have may know Twenty One Savage personally, mm-hmm. and he may have called him and said, "What's up, bro? What happened? You know what I mean? Oh, nah, you know what I mean." But but they ain't gonna say we let everybody know we talk type shit because neither one of them right. are like that, right? And then and then you know, nobody wanna look like somebody was sunning them and right. It, 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 it gets heavy like that. But the, the immediate re- response or the immediate tweet for clarity yeah. lets me know that that respect is there. It's, that it's respect is there, not, yeah. Yeah, it's there. It, it, it came so fast. It, right. And I, you know, I just think that literally what he said, it was taken out of context. Yeah. Feel good, feel good situation, though. LeBron James, man, is uh, actually helping uh, produce Nipsey Hussle's documentary. You know? Good. And he, he called it an incredible honor. Um, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. You know, it's, it's a great thing, you know, with everything that's going on in this world. And since we're talking about documentaries and all these other things that's transpiring, I'm glad that somebody is picking up the ball and that person is somebody, you know, uh, of LeBron's, you know, stature in, in, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that he's not letting... Nipsey's, you know, memory go. You know, the marathon still continues. Not only is the slogan and the mantra, but 
to see it actually still continuing is a great thing. Um, I wish that Nipsey could have actually did the one he was talking about, actually trying to complete the work for Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Um, I thought Nick Cannon said he was going to try to finish that, though. That would be great. That would be yeah. great. You know, um, we need it. We need one. We need one. Haven't had a chance to see it. I don't know if you have yet either, man. I got to throw it out there and ask the question. The Wakanda thing. Have you had a chance to? Nah, I plan is it on. out? Yeah, is it's, out. Out? it's out. It's out, right? It's out, okay. yeah. I plan on going. You, you sound terrible saying is it out. But uh, <laughs> but I plan on trying to see it this weekend. I, I, I would have went last week, but, you know, I had a busy week with the gigs and all that type of stuff. Right, right, right. You, you didn't know. have any time, right? You didn't have yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, are you what you what you thinking? You think it's gonna be a good one? You know, yeah, what, I, what do you think? I still wanna see it for the culture. I'll go to the movies for that. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Plan on plan, the whole man. family going, plan on with the kids and everybody trying, you know. That's the plan. Yeah, well, we'll see. You gotta see. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta at least have a uh a plan. We didn't do any uh would you rather's last week, man. Um mm-hmm. It's funny, you know. It's like we've been so deep in these conversations, man. It seems like almost when you start to do a would you rather, you know, would you rather do a would you rather or would you not? Nah, I want to do would you rather. I want to do that. I'm not getting that. I'm, I'm deep. I'm still going to be deep in the goddamn conversation, but we're going to do would you rather. So let's go to it. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Would You Rather. Would you rather do it or would you rather not? Let's just go ahead and get back to it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, welcome to another episode of Would You Rather, where I ask E a series of questions and eventually I get an answer. He's been doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? E, would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Yeah, you missed this. We're right back. I like that question. But I think I I think I have to go with rhyming because I'll be the illest rhymer in the world. So then I'm gonna start dropping apples or become a ghostwriter. But speaking riddles, I don't wanna confuse nobody. Okay. And I'm a funny okay. mother. Shut your mouth, but I'm talking about E. Okay. Would you rather lose your ability to cry or cry every day for twenty minutes randomly? Just out of the clear book. Like you can just be sitting there talking and all of a sudden. Yes, you, man. Gone, brother. Which one? Uh, uh, just can't cry, man. I, I don't want to randomly cry because it just be the last moment coming at the wrong time. You know, it's, it, it it might be one of them things like either you gonna cry or you gonna have to shit on yourself, but something embarrassing has gotta happen. I mean, like, what's the payoff of all this shit? Like, what do you by 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 receiving that? What do you receive? Are you living like the Green Mile? What like what what is going on? I don't know, brother. You know, what I mean, you are gonna have a you know your your eye ducts gonna be very uh, empty, or you either gonna just never cry again. So when people say something. Or you'll be emotional, and now you look different trying to cry. Because now you're trying to push tears out that ain't going to never come out. Right. Wow. Okay. Would you rather your only transportation to be a donkey or a giraffe? 
Nah, you know, you always been a good lover of the donkeys, man. <laughs> I knew he's gonna say something like that, too, man. You know what I mean? Been, been a donkey lover. <laughs> big, big, fat donkey. I want a donkey, man. I'm a, I'm a donkey instead of a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, that's good. How you gonna get up there and get on that? That's great. Hey, yo, would you rather wear a constantly changing outfit or a constantly changing hairstyle? I mean, you just walking down the street with clothes change. Wop, wop, wop. Or you just sitting there chilling, and all of a sudden your haircut is changed. You go from having the fro to baldy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the Braid. fuck? Yes. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, change my clothes as long as it stay my style. Don't give me no honky bullshit. <laughs> fuck. Whatever. Wonky hey. won't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Know. We're going to be in trouble next week. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean I didn't mean it that way. I'm just okay. rhyming because right. you told me I had. I said, savage, man. I, Go on back and tweet. <laughs> no, I'm going to just change it then. Don't give me no donkey-tonky bullshit right. because right. you said I either had to talk in rhymes or I had to talk, Um, what did you say, rhymes or riddles. So yeah, I was I'm doing rhymes. Hey, would you rather be physically stronger than most people or able to fly? You know what's crazy? We all, a lot of people in life wanted to fly. But really, like, what if you get up there in the air quality or nothing but dust flying up there? That shit wouldn't be fun. I mean, yeah. I, I, think, I think that there's an infatuation for most people to do the things that they can't. Right, and don't that's, see how that's it's what it is. It. Because how is. people want to fly, but they scared to fall. Like yeah. me, you know what I'm saying? It's... Everybody be like, "Man, I had a dream. Man, I fell from the mountain." But you wanted to fly. I'm trying to say you can't. You float. <laughs> you know what I mean? Careful what you ask for, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Would you rather have a pet tiger or a pet lion, man? <laughs> wow. I don't want to need one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Pet tiger. <laughs> you you come you come in the house Shit. And, and, and 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 all the lights is out. He, yeah. mm -hmm. what, you, what you gonna say? I'm telling. You. Simple. <laughs> if, if you try something, you're going to die today. You know that's what I got to say. Simple. Sit the fuck now. You listen. <laughs> you really scared. You really scared. So your face be like this. Sit down. I'm not playing with you. Sit down. You you, you gonna die today? I, I can see. I can see you backing back out of the house, right? Simple. Okay now. And then looking at you on the ring. The next thing you know, you going to the back, back, back of your truck. <laughs> Pulling out a pipe wrench. <laughs> nah. nah. Outside, outside talking about a hey, symbol. Yeah, I'm nah. not playing with you, man. <laughs> no, nah, nah, listen. If I got a pet tiger <laughs> or a pet lion, I'm going back to that truck. I'm going to have a goddamn crossbow in there or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no animals were hurt in the process of making this show. 
Yeah, right, please. No, We're no, animal no, lovers. No. We actually had pet dogs and everything. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have a have your books read by a few hundred people or a few million people? Millions. Yeah, of course, right? And All you right. know, I already know your book gonna be written about one particular thing, man. Finances. That's it. I already know. See, I thought you thought I was gonna say something to disrespect your style. Yeah, nah, yeah, play. yeah. Thank you. Nah, e, e, come on, man. Come on, baby. So here's huh? my thing. Not you said, uncle. You said my. <laughs> you said you said my book would be about finances, right? Mm -hmm. What you think my sec my second book would be about? Your second book? Mm-hmm. Well, see, all right, so. So you was put finance, you was put me in a finance genre. I understand what you were doing. So I was going to say, so the first book, when I say finances, is going to include uh, investing, mm -hmm. money, money, uh, money knowledge, mm -hmm. financial and, literacy, and financial literacy. That's the first one. If mm -hmm. I had to say that you was going to do a second one, money. No, I'm saying financial literacy was was money knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, so financial right. literacy and yeah. um. That's so it, it's gonna it. be it's gonna be in that genre based on finance. Your second book, it would be. I'm not gonna say a political book. I would I would say that that's the third would, one though. That's the third one. Yeah, that's I, the I, third I think, book. I think it would be more. Uh, I don't know, self improvement Like mine, mine would be self growth from development books. Right, that's I know. exactly what they would be. I but I don't know what your second. That's a good one. What would your second one be? That's that's pretty good. Spiritual, I you know, mind I was going by, to say that, mind, but body, and soul being self awareness, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. knowledge of self, whatever, whatever you want to look at it, but it was going to be to to tap your mind. And the reason why I say that because I said that the member, and, and I'm only reminiscing a little bit because next episode is 100, so I said it's three things that they use for control. Finances, yeah. yeah, religion, absolutely, right. Finance, religion, and politics. Yeah, yeah. And when they put all three of them together, that's a juggernaut. Listen, it's a picture of a the White House or whatever that is mm -hmm. printed on money, right? And right. it says, "In God We Trust." Exactly. Yeah. So when you put them all together, that's right. You get money. That's it. And the love of money is the root. Right. That's right. Of all of There you go, brother. I'm gonna give you one last one, and we're gonna get out of this segment, man. Wow. Would you rather? Would you rather have five half-size clones <laughs> of yourself, or one full-size clone of yourself? This give me one full size. Why would I want to send baby E's over there? Yeah, yeah, listen, man, go on over there and um, do that. Do that little baby shower over there. Yeah, clone two. You go on over there, shoot the show. Like they don't even look like me, man. Why would Why would I want to see <laughs> baby E <laughs> all out the world and stuff, man? But the, but the thing is, is they all play too much. You'll, you'll be like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing with you, bro. It's one of the ones, you know how when you're doing a show and you talk away from the mic. Just, I'm not playing with you. Go sit down, E. Baby E, so. C1. That's what his name C1. 
Yeah. They be talking. They be calling well, you make daddy. Make me get OT. mopped up, boy. They be calling you daddy OT. You know. <laughs> daddy, daddy, daddy out of town. Daddy out of town. Oh my god. Yeah. Listen, man. Listen, man. This is episode ninety nine, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Hey, man, go back to the regular screen, eh? You know what I mean? What you talking about? This one? That's great? Yeah, man. Oh, we yeah. leave out of here every week like that, man. I like yeah. that, though. I like that. Like what I said, you? man, thank y'all for tuning in, man. This is episode 99. And, you, of course, you can catch us on all your podcasts and streaming sites like Spotify, Apple, uh, Google. iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio. You know, Google, uh, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Music. Oh. Radio Public. Stitcher. You know what I mean? You know, like you said, Red Circle. Red Circle. Um, Audible. Audible. Touchdown. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as we say every week, you definitely can catch us at 7 p.m. on YouTube on Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, hey, man. It's been a great episode as always. <laughs> 7 p.m. You know, I niggas. Nigga said, or oh, thirsty. <laughs> Yo, you sound super funny. With you. <laughs> nah, nah, you sound like a, like an old dude who used to hang out at Scotty's be waiting on fish sandwiches. Man. <laughs> listen, they got, listen, you coming. Man, listen. They got the best fish on the th- on Thursdays because Thelma back there cooking it. That's what that was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You can always, you can always rely on on OT, man. Old old group. <laughs> hey man, thank y'all for tuning in each and every week. As we say, man, tell a friend, <laughs> tell a friend, like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification, notification, ooh, notification, <laughs> notification, <laughs> notification bell, so you can know when all the content is dropping. Once again, thanks for the support and all the other outlets, man. <laughs> if you don't know how to get in touch with us on YouTube, the handle is simply Dove D. Capital D A Porch Capital P O R C H on YouTube. No podcast on it on YouTube. You know they had everybody change their handles. Hey, look, man, look forward to seeing y'all next week, baby, on episode one hundred. Man, get psyched up, get loud. We're gonna be here. We're gonna do our thing. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a safe and productive week. Happy to your greatness. All right, uh, y'all. Peace. Peace.